This episode is brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box service for epic geek and gamer items and pop culture gear. Like what kind of gear? Like laser sword that actually functions and can kill that uh, stepdad kill real, you don't real like. Humans. Yeah. Yeah, my okay. cousin got suspended from school for taking that sword to school. That's, will they send me Gandalf's beard? They will if you spend $20 a month. You get six to eight items that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one-of-kind items, and more. So you could get, like, a one-of-kind, I don't know, Gandalf's beard. Gandalf's mustache. One half of Gandalf's mustache. mustache. Yeah. I want to start a subscription box series that's just junk and call it Junk Box. And it's like a pine cone, like a 2006 issue of People magazine. I mean, just all kinds of crap. That's Josh's all, that's backyard box. Loot crate. <laughs> Is that, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so you have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. And when the cutoff happens, that's it. It's over. So uh, that's over for this month. But next month's crate is probably the theme of uh, English history. Redemption. Yeah. Hey, where can I go to sign up for that, Tim? So if you want to get this loot crate, you go to www.lootcrate.com slash unpitchable. Make sure you go to that URL, otherwise the code unpitchable doesn't work, and you can save $3 off your purchase, off your first uh, subscription. Uh, it's really awesome. You guys should do it. Do get, it. Go get you some nerd cool, stuff. Get cool geek stuff that makes you do think it. of us, and then curse us. Do it. Sounds good. Cue the dubstep! Welcome to the Unpitchable Podcast, a podcast about fake sequels based on real movies. I'm Nick Kagey. I'm David Johnson. I'm Tim Catania. And with us is is my little brother, Tim's brother. Little Bub Bubs. His name is Tim's brother. It's the only place where he doesn't have a real name. Little Bub. Hey, hey guys. Hey. Josh Catania is joining us today. Hey. (laughs) If you guys don't know Josh, Josh actually is the one who engineered our intro music. I did. He, yeah. uh, he, you know, actually played that all on his chest, which is weird, uh-huh. but uh, it's very impressive. <laughs> uh, he's a bearskin drummer. You know, it, it's like yeah. It, his it was a really expensive surgery to get that sousaphone placed inside of me, but when I did, <laughs> I never looked back. I identify as a sousaphone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so, what have you guys been up to? Nothing. David? Uh, what? Nothing. Okay. David, come on. <laughs> David, where have you been up to, buddy? We went to a concert in Atlanta on Saturday. Uh, we saw Me Without You and Say Anything and two bands that were really bad that played before them. Um, one of the bands was called Museum Mouth, and the other was called Teen Suicide. And uh, me, Brandy, Shane, and Shane's friend Rob just stood in the back and made fun of how on the nose the name Teen Suicide is for a band name. Um, oh, yeah. That's like they were t- they were terrible. teenage angst or like um, what's another good on the nose band? Um, hateful father, hateful father. There was a disappointed, band terrible, disappointed things, parents. And they were really bad. <laughs> How about like uh, Evanescence? Oh, yeah. Evanescence, <laughs> Smash Mouth. Those are really good. Smash Mouth. What does that even mean? Gutter Johnson. That would be my blues name. <laughs> Smash Mouth just makes me think of cargo pants. Like I can't, I can't get it out of my mind. <laughs> oh man, I wish I don't know if I can unthink that now. 
That's very well, accurate. It's because you never did, because they are cargo pants. I don't know if you've seen <laughs> them lately, but they have basically assumed the form of the cargo pants. That <laughs> They're they, the sentient uh, cargo pants. Yeah, so like they came down from space, and they sang All-Star, and everyone was like, cool, 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 aliens and cargo pants. Yeah, and the, then the, the cargo singer, pants just got bigger to protect him from the elements, you know? He identifies as a pair of cargo pants, actually. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, That's stupid. All right, what um, else did you do, David? Yeah, so on the way to Atlanta, uh, I, we crossed over Georgia, and that got me thinking about um, lotteries for some reason and mm-hmm. how we don't have one in Alabama. And then I kind of got an idea of, like, so I think our lottery system, like, as a whole, so I don't, I don't know if you guys know, there's state lotteries that are individual to the states, and then there's, like, a like nationwide lottery. Um, and I was thinking maybe a more interesting way to make that lottery more fun and mean a lot more is if uh, basically we adopted the Hunger Games into the lottery. Um, <laughs> All right. And so, so each person, they can win their individual state lottery and they don't have to fight, but the only way to be considered, instead of drawing one one winner for the national lottery, they draw like 10 winners, and those 10 people have to fight for that national lottery. That sounds like the actual lotto, the real-life lotto. Well, I mean, it could be. I'm just saying, I think we could capitalize on something that's probably already happening. Yeah, but like, what if they had to use the money from their lotto, uh, from the from the lotto that they'd win? Uh, to fund the Hunger Games that they're playing, so no, all no, of them totally. are really trying to, to kill use, each other as fast as possible. You have to use <laughs> you have to use your winnings to like fortify your base. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> but you can get sponsors, so like they, they, you can have like a whole like Dr Pepper cannon that just shoots this headshot brought cans. to you by Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Ugh. Like this it. is how nuclear war happens. It, for sure. As it just when stacks Trump on is top president, of each other. this is a guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> Anything Donald awesome. Trump wins every We got the kill cam brought to you by Mountain Dew. Black. <laughs> oh, he's dead. <laughs> that guy's super dead. Look how dead he is. Ha ha, Pepsi. <laughs> Staff to Slim Deal. And they just cover him in nacho cheese and the rest of the contestants have to eat him. Oh my gosh! I love I it. I feel like every every single voice in my mind is just Duff Man from The Simpsons. <laughs> like when you like when, anything hype related. Uh, that's I all. Like I, that's all I got. That's that's kind of all we did. Uh, we we passed out Sunday and just kind of slept all day. So. That's. I like that lotto idea. Yeah. Yeah. Good deal. So all I did Nick, this week was Tim. Tim. All I did was this week was be super sick. <laughs> I played Hitman Go. Yeah, that. it's like it's a, a board game. game based on the Hitman universe, the the Hitman video games, and Hitman. You, you're a Hitman, you kill stuff and people, mm-hmm. and uh, it's based on that. It's really cool. So you have like a board that you have to solve. It's basically there's one or two ways to solve the problem on the board, and you have challenges you have to solve in order to get more coins at the end of the game. But it's super fun, and you should play it. It was like 99 cents during a sale recently, so yeah, like just keep an game. eye out for that. And then I also played The Room Two. Uh, oh, so man. I'm just actually going to plug the room one if you haven't played it. The room, the room is basically just this puzzle box. You solve a puzzle, and then somewhere else on the box something opens, and then it unfolds into a bigger puzzle as you go until eventually you get to the end, and it's this giant puzzle where you have to like do all kinds of cool stuff. I'd re- highly recommend it. It's really cool. Yeah, I like those games. Yeah, so that's me. all I did, honestly. Just laid in bed and played those games. Not a bad Good way deal. to spend your weekend. Josh, did you do anything? 
Yeah, I just um, I just finished uh, the first book in the Mistborn series. Um, mm, it's a Brandon book. Sanderson series, which is, is really good. It's cool. The basic idea behind it is that um, th- this, there's this magic system in it that you swallow metals, and the different metals give you different abilities. Re- really cool idea. But Brandon Sanderson is um, is killer at writing a plot twist. So it, it was um, it's always fun to read what he writes because you know that he's going to wrap it all up together at the end. So really, really enjoyed that series. Yeah, yeah that's it's good. good. He's a great author, and uh, he's also, like, super clean. So, like, we can recommend him yeah. on the podcast without any yes. uh, caveat or anything. He says he's cool. Word. He's a cool dude. Is he the mm-hmm. one who wrote the Walking Key series you recommended me, nope. Tim? No, that is okay. actually, Stephen, that is not a series that I can recommend oh, without right. caveat. I'll but it's a, No, it's great. It's a great series. Actually, read Lock and Key. It's cool. It's no, by really uh, Joe Hill. It's Stephen King's son. He goes by okay. Joe Hill, I think, because he wanted to make a name for himself. So Yep. I like it. He's awesome. Cool. He's a great author. Alright, Yeah, let's get to movies. Let's knock it out of the park today. Let's get to the movers, guys. I'll tell you what, I'll go first. I'll go first because it's bad. Alright, Nick, go. Mm-hmm. Alright, so my movie, Vito. <laughs> Josh has been waiting since the inception of the podcast to do that. Uh, we're, we're not inviting him back, right? <laughs> oh no, Josh is a permanent member now. Okay. Uh, my movie, Cool Runnings 2, The Running Man. And I can give you direction or not. It's up to you. Why don't you call it Cool Runnings, man? I thought of that, but I just couldn't. With a comma. Cool Runnings, man. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, say it again. What's your title? It's Cool Runnings 2, The Running Man. All right. I want your plot, but can I just ask, um, do they just have to keep losing the whole time? Uh, It's kind of hard to explain my thought, but yeah, there's actually a, a point where, like, they either win or they go to the the Running Man games, which is... Okay. I don't know if anybody's right. ever seen Running Man, but the idea behind Running Man is it's honestly like a, like criminals survive a public execution show. Yeah, it's the Condemned. Uh, it, it's basically... Yeah, it's basically Hunger Games in a weird you way. watch it. It's actually really Running Man's pretty good. stupid, stupid yeah. way. It's dumb. All right. I like the idea of sending these people to Running Man. So what if they bobsled... And it, it takes off where Cool Running 1 ended. They're carrying the bobsled, right? On their uh-huh. shoulders. And they're like, well, that's cool that you guys walked that across the line, but you're still losers. So, uh, time to running, okay. man. And they so, have can to I add to that? Yeah, go. Okay, so my thought process on this, because I kind of thought it out, because I felt like this would be a really hard plot to come together. So I had this idea that in the future, like near future, I don't know, when Trump's president, I don't know. Obviously, but, um, <laughs> um, we kind of instead of doing the Olympics where like the winners get gold medals, like the winners do get gold medals, but anybody who's last place in whatever sport they do enter into a running man competition, Hunger Games style, and because the Jamaicans are horrible bobsledders, they're last in their division, so they enter into the running man. Yeah. Okay. See, okay. that's what I was kind of like. Yeah, you flush that out better. That's good. So, okay. so they're in the running man. But I think that in order to get into the arena, they have to bobsled. And we all know they're terrible at it. <laughs> it takes them like six days to get down to the arena. So what you're saying is that they actually end up living at the end because they can't make it into the arena where everybody else is just slaughtering <laughs> each other. I love it. They get down there and everyone's dead but one dude. And they're like, well, I guess there's four of us. Let's just like stomp the crap out of them. They're the last to the bloodbath. Yeah. That's it. And I still wanted the original crew from... From the movie in there, um, well, you can't get Dougie Doug and yeah. No, he's well, in it. Well, he'll be CGI. We can CGI anybody if we can CGI Tupac. We yeah, can CGI. we'll just get Chris Farley and we'll CGI over him. 
Okay. He's uh, <laughs> he's so, the I'm electric sure. guy from Running Man. That's who John Candy is. Whatever that guy's name was, I don't remember. He so is the cool. oh my that gosh, cool he's in both now. of those. You're right. Do, do you guys think they like get down there and they're like, fill the rhythm, fill the rhyme, get on up? <laughs> oh God, they shot they shot Jeff or whatever his name was. <laughs> Jeff, that's right. They were, they were all Jeff. Guys, oh, man. that is the that best so chant good. in the history of uh, of movies. Just you know, I did have to Google it. Hence my awkward <laughs> okay. silence for once in the podcast. I think I that we're something. we're missing out by not calling this the running mon. Um, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're probably right. Yeah. Oh no! Uh, so they I'll take it. Guy Add with that. a chainsaw arm, right? Because then that happened. What? Didn't they fight a guy with a chainsaw arm and running man or something like that? Probably. Oh, I thought he was talking about cool runnings. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. that never happened. That happened. They get inside that ice cream truck to get used to the cold, and they have to fight a guy with a uh, chainsaw arm. Cool <laughs> That's runnings. right. That's exa- that, is that actually exactly happened. what happens. Okay. Yeah. Uh. John Candy's there, and he's like, they're Hamish from uh, Hunger Games. He's oh, like, that's great. Like I you. love it. I like it. I like it. So, So you said John Candy was in the running man as well? He is. No, I was kidding. I don't know if he is or not. Is I'm pretty really? sure. John, I'm. Hold on. I'll. I'll okay. check. But keep. We're, keep so, talking. So what if, because. Um, what if John Candy is actually the root of all evil? <laughs> That's impossible. Well, that makes me sad. Back. What if? What if John Candy admits during the uh, the Running Man that he cheated to win the Running Man by uh, steroiding up and they took away his gold medal? That's what happens but, in the Cool Runnings. If you guys are wondering, John Candy. Oh, does it? Yeah, John Candy that. cheats. That's why he got fat. I don't know if that's true, but. John Candy. Wait, I'm googling it. John Candy. Oh, hey, it's not fat. The guy I'm thinking of in Running Man is not John Candy, but it's another fat white guy, so that works. John Candy Mm -hmm. got fat because he made a giant sack of flapjacks in Uncle Buck. That's why he got fat. (laughs) That's true. That was the downhill. I looked up John Candy, a big fat cheater, and uh, Google, and all all I found was a blog post of why did John Candy die so young. Mm. I'm depressed. (laughs) Yeah. Well, this. <laughs> welcome to the unpitchable sad cast. I was gonna say welcome to the John Candy cast. Two big reasons why cheat meals are worse than Darth Vader. I found that when I googled <laughs> that as well. Buzzfeed is so out of ideas; it's unbelievable. It was on some other website, but yeah, basically Buzzfeed. The internet is basically just Buzzfeed now. Uh huh. Yeah. We need, all right. So they get down in this arena and they've got to fight for their, you know, their lives. They're not yeah. all gonna make it. That's a guarantee. Yeah. I think little guy with dreads is dead instantly. Yeah, I was, was going to say the same exact thing. He's like, I got He's... two guys, and he gets killed instantly. Yes. And somebody says, hey, Senka, you dead yet? And he says, yeah, man. He says, yeah, man. Like, no, for real, please apply pressure. Come on. <laughs> I'm bleeding from the neck hole. I got a neck hole. His dreads get caught They're just in like, like a wood chipper. You're not supposed to have a neck hole. We're not good at All right, well, let's walk this out and how each of them die then. Let's just make this terrible. So, well, I mean, well, they have Sanka dies. And he dies slowly. Uh, that one guy dies that way. Dreads uh, Junior's Kids the dreads big get bald. caught in something. We have Junior, who's the big, uh, the guy who uh, trips everybody at the race, if you know what I'm talking about. David, you don't because you've never seen Cool Runnings and you don't have a soul. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Junior's like the, the guy who trips everybody at the race. He's the rich guy. Okay. Uh, so Junior. what's how do we want to kill him off? Well, Junior probably tries to pay off like the people in the arena, and that works for a while. <laughs> okay. That works for a while. He's like, you know who my dad is? Like, it's Denzel Washington, probably. <laughs> I don't know who his dad was in that movie. I just imagine it was played by Denzel Washington. Right. I don't remember. He's a good actor. Um, 
So I imagine he lives a while, but then, you know, the big guy who kind of didn't get along with him, I think it's Yule, Yule Brenner. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. He definitely snaps yeah. that guy's neck. Yule Brenner. That's his That's name. his real name. No, it's not. No, I mean, that's not the actor's name. That's the, the guy in the bobsled. In, in the history, David, that, that this movie's based off of. Um, <laughs> his name's Malik Yoba. Um, I think that's how you say it. You'll remember um, that. Yeah, you'll remember that. All right, we got so it. Yule you, you, Brenner. He uh he ends up, you know, breaking Junior's neck, uh, and that uh-huh. lets them pass through like maybe this guy they couldn't beat. Uh huh. He's like sacrifice one of your own. And he's like okay, snapped his neck, no problem. <laughs> then he takes his wallet and he's like whatever. That guy was a jerk anyway. So that leaves um, Leon. Leaves I'm Leon. sorry, Denise Bannock. Sorry, it's played by Leon, but his name's his name's Derice Bannock. Yeah. Okay. So Darice and Yule are there. Yule's the big guy, so you know he's like survived just on his like strength alone. And Darice is like he's pretty strong and fast. He, I think he was a runner, so he probably like run around while uh, Yule just beat people up for him. And like, Yule's getting pretty tired. And Darice yeah, what if like all right? Chance. So like so not all of the stuff in Running Man was necessarily having to fight people, wasn't it? Wasn't it getting through obstacles and stuff? Yeah, it was like it was like Legend yeah. of the Hidden Temple. So maybe like they have to get down this like uh, this incline full of glass and fire. Right? And like, how do we do okay. it? Glass yeah. and fire. Glass and fire. All right, okay. Dave, you got you got what if, better. What if no, I got you, man. Like they have a bobsled, but they, they like they refuse to use it. <laughs> so here's what I'm thinking about. Like like they're like, How are we gonna get down this glass and fire? That it it's a it's the perfect shape of something that you would slide on. How are we gonna do it? And they spend like thirty to forty five minutes trying to figure out how to get down John, the glass and John fire. John Candy's like, What if you just slid on Yule's back? And Darius is like, that's a pretty good idea. <laughs> and he like straight up uh, Legolas surfs on his back down the hill. You know what I'm talking about? All right. Yeah. And I know exactly what you're And then he gets about. to the end and he realizes like, all my friends are dead, you know? Uh-huh. And he's but he survived. He's totally worth it. About it. He's like, but guess what? I lived. Bobsled another <laughs> day. And then he's back the next year. And then he bobsleds away and <laughs> dies almost immediately. <laughs> Bobsleds off a cliff. He's like, you're not supposed to bobsled outside of an arena. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's really These things have zero control. What are you doing? <laughs> he bobsledded and he went up a ramp, and then all you saw was a sparkle in space as he hit the outer atmosphere. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Silly Darius. And then it's like the credits roll, and it's John Candy. It, like at the end, John Candy is sitting at the bar, and Tony Stark walks up and he's like, "We need your help." <laughs> That's the end. I love it. Uh, That's good. Do I need? Do I even need to do a thirty-second pitch? I think. I think that you should uh, summarize just very quickly in a thirty-second pitch. Okay, so thirty-second pitch. Cool Runnings to the Running Man. It takes place in the future when um, Olympians, if they're the last in their division, they get put into a contest, uh, Hunger Games style, and they compete against other people who are last in their division. And so what happens is. The bobsled team is last in their division, and they die off one by one, only to leave Darius Bennick, who survives the Hunger Games slash Running Man contest, but as he exits the arena, he bobsleds off a cliff. End mm-hmm. scene. Uh, up next, Tim's movie. Alright, so I, I have a movie. It's debatably a movie. Uh, you guys know Mad Max? Uh-huh. I do know Mad Madis- Max. Madison Max. You know, Mad- Mad- mm-hmm. Madster Max is his full name. Maxwell. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I- I'm bringing the movie Mad Max Beyond Biodome. Uh, <laughs> thoughts? 
guys are like, hey, make... what plot do you got? I don't got one. Uh, I think Polly Shore's definitely a crazy mutant. Of some oh, yeah, sort, definitely. Right? Like, we got to is... mutant up Polly Shore. We got to mutate so, that fool. The only thing I did have was like, you know, two people enter, one, peop- one person leaves. That's kind of the whole Thunderdome. Okay. Thing. So what if okay. uh, what if Polly Shore and Stephen Baldwin fused together in the <laughs> apocalypse? No, wait. So actually, in, that makes a lot of sense. So, all right, nuclear bomb goes off while they're in the biodome. Mm-hmm. All right, it's obviously not nuke proof, like radioactive. Proof. No, so they got some of radioactive not. issues, and it's a whole town living in this biodome because everyone rushed to it hoping they survive. Right. Uh huh. So in Thunderdome, I believe there's a uh, a little person who uses a bit who's really smart who uses a not very smart big person to get stuff done for him. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking Polly Shore is not the smart one. Okay. So maybe like he gets like mutated a little bit. And yeah, he, for sure. He gets a little tiny. Er, tiny. I don't know how you go with shinier than Polly Shore, but he gets tinier. Okay. Okay. Like his, All right. And he, then uh, Stephen Baldwin gets like huge, like massive. Uh-huh. And Mad Max <laughs> has to go as Baldwin's him. are wont to do. Yes. And they can be fused. I don't care. What if What if Polly Shore is, is inside of Stephen Baldwin's chest? Well, that's uh, so. I mean, you said two people enter, one one person leaves, and that's the yeah. most purest form is is yeah. if they just fuse together. Yeah, I like that yeah. idea. So. I, I think that's great. So, Polly Shore is is a very tiny man inside controlling the robotic Stephen Baldwin. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah, he like you know they're locked in this biodome with uh, scientists, and so the scientists are like, the only way both of you will survive is if we fuse you. Mm-hmm. Right. Polly Shore's like, yeah. yo, dude, I don't want to get in that Baldo bot. Buddy. Buddy. Um, <laughs> he's not very good at the controls. He's like pouring uh-uh. coffee directly yeah, in, Ale- uh, in Stephen Baldwin's face. And Alec Baldwin's, because I almost said that. Um, I don't. This doesn't have anything to do with the movie, but there's a scene where one of them is running to smack the other in the head with a book. That's all yeah, I remember it's, from it's, that they're movie. They're trying to get out of going to something with their girlfriends. Maybe that's decide- what... Made them survive the apocalypse. You know? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) All right, so Mad Max shows up, right? Uh Uh-huh. And maybe he's got a bounty for someone inside the... uh... Okay, yeah. I like that. Yeah, he's got somebody who's, like, taking people into, I don't know, apocalypse... Gasoline slavery and turning them to gasoline. I don't know how the apocalypse works. Gary Busey. He's going after Gary Busey. Mm Mm-hmm. And these two that brothers, sounds plausible. I yeah, like these that. two brothers have to protect Gary Busey, the scientist. Yeah, you know the thing is, like this movie, Gary Busey plays a very straight laced scientist. He's not crazy at all. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing you think. <laughs> like add Gary Busey to Mad Max, and he'd be a crazy person. But he's they not. CGI'd he's like totally his teeth down. Just so for when this we're movie. talking about Mad Max, we're I mean we're talking about Mel Gibson, right? Hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean technically it could be a reboot and not. He have... is the maddest of Maxes. He, he's a little crazy, so maybe he is the baddest of Maxis. That's I just true. felt like with the direction we're going with Polly Shore and Stephen Baldwin, it's time to bring Mel Gibson back. It really is. He's like 200 years old, and he's Mad Max. He rolls up in his wheelchair, and he's like... <laughs> his rocket-powered... Yeah, there's flame coming out of the back of the wheelchair. <laughs> it's nitrous-powered... <laughs> Gary Busey needs a really good science, scientist name. Uh, Dr. Beaker, Beaker McBeakerson. That's a, Doc- I was going to say Dr. Dr. Beakerson. Dr. Erwin Meyer Flask. Dr. Dr. Teeth McGuinness. Dr. Table. Periodic Table. Dr. Sir Mix a Lot. (laughs) Okay, perfect. (laughs) It's Dr. Sir Mix a Lot. Dr. Sir Mix a Lot, it is. Mel Gibson comes in. He says some things he shouldn't. Um, 
that, that doesn't racist. sound like Mel Gibson. And then he says, I'm here to get Dr. Sir Mix-a-Lot. <laughs> and then, like, we're all like, Sir Mix-a-Lot in this movie? But no, it's Gary Busey. <laughs> it's so, like the greatest so, twist of all. M. Night Shyamalan directed twist was you thought it was Sir Mix-a-Lot all along, but it was really Gary Busey. Acting like here's, Sir Here's what I'm thinking. So, so Mel Gibson kidnaps Polly Shore, right? Uh-huh. And he's forcing Dr. Sir Mix a lot to mutate Polly Shore. And so they go through this really complicated process where they got all these chemicals running and he gets in a chamber um, and Polly Shore comes out and he's just Polly Shore. And what we found out is that you can't mutate Polly Shore any more than he's already <laughs> Polly Shore. He's already a terrifying one. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is. Polly Shore is the completion of evolution. He's, he's he, at he the like, top of the food chain. He's the pinnacle of he's, mutation. He's the most pure human. That, if yes. aliens came down, they'd be like, "It's him, the chosen one." <laughs> drinking from that, uh, drinking from that uh, big gulp machine, like in the one they call crawl. <laughs> <laughs> That's already an apocalypse name. That's great. Yeah, I know. Uh, no. Yeah, he was in Encino Man. Encino um, Man. Yeah. Uh, so, so right. So I like the idea of him getting mutated. Mm-hmm. And maybe so. Mad, so Max has to fight his way through this monster. So their fight scene is probably going to be pretty epic, right? For sure. Or yeah, is it I don't just, think so. Is it just um, Stephen Baldwin just crippling uh, <laughs> Mel Gibson, like crippling him, like so, destroying him? And Furiosa but is has it to come he already in a wheelchair? I was going to yeah, say, I, I know. <laughs> he I, already right? crippled. He was like, he was all a ploy, but now it's real. <laughs> I yeah, but the cool thinking... thing is, there's light at the end of the tunnel because he gets rocket boosts on the back of his wheelchair. What, what were <laughs> okay. you thinking, Nick? So I was thinking, and this I have to use this scene to emphasize what I want Polly Shore to do, but do you remember in Dumb and Dumber when they're in the van and Jim Carrey's like, hey, do you want to know the most annoying noise in the world? And then he does it. Mm-hmm. I was thinking Polly Shore just annoys him to death. Like, <laughs> I, I like that idea. I did think you were going to say that when Jim Carrey did that noise, he birthed Polly Shore <laughs> for some reason that's where my head was yeah so it turns out that that's the noise that awakens gods yeah and so Jim, Jim Carrey calls up in, in some sort of incredible incantation makes Polly Shore um, so I feel well, like yeah. this movie ends with Polly Shore being the greatest weapon that man has ever found and it turns out that people die because they're just really annoyed by Polly Shore he's unstoppable he keeps singing oh lord what if we get into a battle with Japan and we drop Polly Shore on him? He keeps t- <laughs> <laughs> He just keeps doing uh, lines from Son in Law. Oh man, I love that movie. Don't knock that movie. He's a relative nightmare, that's the tagline. Um <laughs> Is that really the tagline? Yeah, that's, the tagline. <laughs> that's so good. Gosh. You know what? Funny thing is, that movie's got a five point six on IMDB. You guys want to take a, a guess on what Biodome got? Uh, 4.4 4.4 Nick good job it's like you read it right off the screen Um, (laughs) uh, I really didn't I just guessed so right Gary Busey uh, has created this monster with Jim Carrey's help now Mm -hmm. apparently and Mad Max has to fight through it and he goes to try to annoy Mad Max together but then what what does Mad Max do he's got to think his way through it that's what he does and by think you maybe mean he just, shot, shotgun rockets? I was just going to say, maybe he just shoots a flamethrower shotgun at him. <laughs> and it kills him instantly. Because <laughs> Polly Shore's immune to a Wait, lot of things. guys, it's fire. time. You know who I think? I think it's time. I think Mad Max is capable of the blood mist punch. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's time, guys. We've got to bring it back. 
episode I 20. Bring, I thought you were going to bring KJ in there for a minute. No, I mean, he's there. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Kevin James is like the silent E at the he end He plays of six works. different mutants. Yeah, he plays the punch that destroys Polly Shore. Like, you see you see Mel Gibson rear back to throw a punch, and then he, like, extends his hand out, and they zoom in on his hand, and it's just Kevin James screaming, like, I'm gonna kill ya! <laughs> and then he hits the guy, and the guy blows up. That's the blood miss punch. And then, and then he hits him, and he makes him watch every scene of King of Queens. And in, in at the, the end, he turns into blood mist. In a single second, he has to watch all of King of Queens, and he dies. Yeah, he turns into blood mist. I like that idea. So anyway, right. Polly Shore is dead, and he goes to get Gary Busey, right? All right. And he rear naked, rear naked chokes Gary Busey, and uh, that's it. <laughs> okay, hold on though. I all right. So because I have a thought in my mind, so let me yeah. add. Let me add this, and you guys can say no. But when we talked about Jim Carrey birthing Polly Shore, mm-hmm. what if at the end of this, like after the credits, there's a scene? Do you remember the scene from Ace Ventura when Jim Carrey is birthed out of a fake rhinoceros? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. What if we have that scene and it's Polly Shore? Is Polly Shore birds out of a rhinoceros? Yeah, like as or a Polly like, Shore out of a Jim Carrey. No, 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 no. That'd be weird. Let's do a rhinoceros and like. <laughs> we out already of said James. he made. So okay, when he makes that noise, I just assumed that what we didn't see in the ultra director's cut was a Polly Shore fetus come out of his throat. Yeah, he just spits him up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I was just and then he looks like, at it. Polly, and he's like, like we think Polly Shore died, but he really somehow is. Well, Jim Carrey's just a Polly Shore factory. So. No, wait. So as soon as he dies, Jim Carrey can feel it because they have a, they have like a spiritual bond. Okay. And then he and he does the scream from uh, Dumb and Dumber again, and he's birthed okay. again. Yeah, right. it's like a phoenix. He just okay. keeps coming out. Of the and ashes. he looks at. He's like my curse every time. <laughs> All right, thirty so, second pitch. 30, thirty second pitch. Mad Put Max together. <laughs> oh God, Mad Max and her biodome. Is a bad movie about Mad Max having to fight uh, Stephen Baldwin and uh, Polly Shore. Amalgam, 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 amalgamation, amalgamation, the amalgamation of Stephen Baldwin and, <laughs> and Polly Shore, and to take down Gary Busey. And Polly Shore gets birthed by Jim Carrey for some reason. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah. In right. theaters this January, so we didn't get a really good time slot, but it's fine. It's, we Fair missed enough. Oscar season by like a, we really a pinch. Did. We really did, and maybe that was intentional. I don't know. <laughs> We're thumbing our nose at the Oscars. <laughs> we don't can't have this. Can't have, can't this, have this beauty. David, you're up next, bud. Uh, all right, so what I brought for you today is just a couple of movies, and then um, okay. I feel like I'm going to let you guys pick which one we should roll with. Because uh, right. none okay. of them Go one good. at a time. I will. Um, but let me get them all out before you pick one. No, no, go okay. one at a time. No, okay, well I guess we can do that. Well what if you what if they're good what if you save them for next week? We play this game all no, over. No, that's again. a bad idea. I need to get these off the list so I don't ever have to. <laughs> okay, look at get them again. off the list. All right, see we'll play. Um, I'll play. Alright. First one is uh the descent three. How how low can can we go? <laughs> okay, okay, I like this. Alright, so all right, all right, keep going. these people yeah. are playing limbo. Uh-huh. No. All right, David, you're gonna read all yours off. Gotta first, keep going. Right? Gotta keep going. Right, go. Keep going. Um, the train going. Keep small soldiers train. two, toys to life. Yes. That was okay. just Small Soldiers okay. 1, actually. Right, go, so ahead, go ahead and burn that one. That Keep one. talking. <laughs> the, the Purge 4 Trump card. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yes, um, that's really good. And uh, Die Hard 6 or 7. I don't remember what number they're on, but uh, let's call it 7. Die Hard 7, Domo Origato, Mr. Die Hardo. 
Okay. What? <laughs> wow. I know oh. which one I want to go with, but yeah, I, I, I want to. Let's go with the purge. Oh, thank you so much, Josh. Okay. Here's something with the purge. All right. So Donald Trump institutes a national holiday where only he can break the law. And he is just going around massacring people and flipping cars, <laughs> and he's driving a tank through Washington, D.C. I like this. What I'm trying yeah. to say is, I'm in charge. Okay. All right. I am he's in like, charge. How else are we going to show other countries that I'm in charge if I can't kill all of you? <laughs> but do we really, you know, know the law? Like, because I know the law, but do you know the law? Does anyone really know the law? What I'm trying to say is, believe me, I've heard it from some people. What I'm trying to say is, that's that's Donald Trump's whole thing. Yeah. So he, he just says that until eventually they let him kill say. people. Yeah. <laughs> They're eventually like, well, I guess, I guess you can kill people. I don't know. I mean, obviously, this this movie is assuming that he wins and he gets us to the purge, like or loses. It doesn't matter at this point. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess that could be also be the the case. What if he, maybe like what if that is how he the purge steps started, down? He Donald wins Trump and he's lost. like, he steps down. He's like, look, all right, look, I'm winning. I'm not gonna lie. I would destroy this con- this country. So what if what if you guys let me have my own day where I do whatever I want? And that's what his, is, that's okay. his thing to step I down. Like that, I like that a lot. Wait, what? So he's, he's just like, he no. wants to step, he'll say, I'll step down. He wins the presidency. He's like, I'll step down and let somebody else take my place. But I get to do whatever I want for one day. Every year. Every year. Okay. <laughs> I love that. That's fantastic. Yeah. All so right. that's, so that's what the whole premise initially, right? Okay. okay. All right. All right. So to build upon that. I like that idea. So, is there? St- so, does does anyone else get to participate in a purge like action, or is it just Trump's uh, purge? Anyone Tr- who owns Trump a can Trump pick wig. who he wants to participate in the purge. No, I think it's anyone anybody who has a-, a Trump Halloween costume. <laughs> that should be the rule. Well, so you so can see where where I was even going, look vaguely where like I was Donald going Trump. with this is what if what if like okay, you remember uh, at Easter like hunting eggs? There was a golden egg. Uh huh. What if bagging the real Donald Trump on <laughs> On Purge Day, was oh. the golden egg. This is like the snitch. <laughs> That's how you become president. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I got, I got. But this like, is a, this is a in US... this world, Donald Trump is a really efficient killing machine. <laughs> so it's actually really hard to kill Donald Trump. This so Donald Trump has replaced his arms with machine guns, and you, you, have, you've got to, you've got to catch and kill Donald Trump, and if you do, you become the president. <laughs> yep. Okay, so. Oh, let okay. me add. Let me let me kind of like maybe clean all this up just a little. You guys can you can you can change it a little if you want. So uh, Trump wins the election, right? And uh-huh. he decides he'll step down if they let him have uh, like a purge day once yeah. a year, right? And so, but the the kick is they let him have the purge, but then they institute the purge for everybody. And if you can kill Donald Trump, you can become president. Yeah. So what um, if what if it's this? So Donald Trump says. Look, I really don't want to be president. I was just doing this because I was bored. If you can kill me during the purge, there'll be a bunch of faux, like, fake Santa Claus-style Donald Trumps running around. Oh, yeah. He's if you catch the real like Donald that. Trump uh, and you prove it, then you, you get to be president. I like it. And so like it's it. like, I just imagine President Barack Obama suiting up. He's like, third term. It's time. <laughs> <laughs> this will definitely get me get another my, four years. I feel like my, this uh, this ends up with Ra- Ralph Nader coming out of the ground and, and pulling Donald Trump down in because Ralph Nader has become one with mole people. And so, so he's pulled him into okay. it and, and, and Ralph Nader becomes president the green, finally. The Green Party is the tree people. 
Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the ants. Yeah, he's just like, like he commands the trees to hunt down Well, Donald let me, Trump. I kind of have an idea because, you know, Trump's a billionaire. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt no, you, David. No, go, go, uh, go, go, So, because Trump's a billionaire, what if he's just so rich he creates his own Iron Man suit and it just well, goes from there? He got machine gun arms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's virtually <laughs> unkillable. The only people that can kill him are the past presidents that are living. So it's like this George like W. President Bush. Fight Club now. Yeah, George W. Bush and uh, President Obama fist bump, and they're like, "Let's do this thing." We may not always agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and somehow and, and Theodore rest- Roosevelt, yeah. Theodore Roosevelt comes out from the dead and is like, "Are we doing this or what?" We got this. They resurrect him through some dark magic. They're like, "You were the toughest president. You once took a bullet and kept doing your speech." So they're like, "You're the toughest president." So what if, um, hey David, can you do a like George this. W. Bush impression? Um, just say W. Just say no. Just say no, David. No. Okay, hey, David, can you do a really, um, really <laughs> bad impression of George W. Bush? No, that was an impression. Do, I'll, do, I'll do one. I'll <laughs> you, do did, one. you nailed it. Listen, I got, I got, I got it. W. W. Yeah, act like you're dodging a shoe. It's really important to act like you're dodging a shoe at all times. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I got it now. I got it now. Let's <laughs> say George W. Bush. Ooh, <laughs> shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on you. <laughs> We're gonna go over to Afghanistan and flip it over. <laughs> I'm out of breath. Uh, that's George W. Bush. That's really good. impression. All right, so look, really they good. fist bump. They bring Theodore Roosevelt back from the dead. That's important. Anything can happen mm-hmm. on Purge Day. Even the laws of like time and physics are broken. Guys, that's so true. What what if, what if the whole time that they're doing all this dark magic, that dentist that killed that lion is just he's already killed Trump and is posing with the big dead Trump? <laughs> <laughs> that just worst. happened. I, I, I love he it. Killed <laughs> Cecil the Trump. It was our most killed Donald fake the Trump. Trump. It was the fake Trump, Cecil. Cecil. And he killed him, and everyone's mad at that, him. That, that lion did have suspicious toupee hair, so I, I could see why <laughs> he made that mistake. That's a lion. You just went and killed a lion and said you thought it was Donald Trump again, Dennis. <laughs> I like it. I Dennis like it. Like did this. You bank that one for another movie title. Um, I feel like what happens is that that in your in this dentist office, you walk in and Donald Trump's head is mounted on the wall, and he's been attacked. Like he's like, oh wait, were you guys looking for him? Yeah, he had machine gun arms, so I shot him. Okay. Well, no, I was machine thinking, gun arms I was thinking more of like a sniper bullet. A grand showdown where they can't destroy Trump with the bullets and stuff like that. They have to actually uh-huh. outsmart him. So okay. like they're hunting him down and they're like, Well, there's only one place he'd be, Trump Tower, right? Mm-hmm. He's at the top of Trump Tower. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a video game. So they yeah. fight their way up. Like the raid. Yeah. You know, they fight their way up the building. It's the raid. It's basically uh, President Barack Obama doing uh, fight moves from the raid as Theodore Roosevelt and George W. Bush dodge shoes together. <laughs> but W's like, watch this. Ha, 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 ha. They're like, oh, please, please, George. No one is throwing any shoes. <laughs> that loafer was too slow for. <laughs> you threw your own shoe in the air and you dodged it, George. Hey, but what if they what if they get up to the top of the tower and Trump has like a pre-boss before he fights him and the pre-boss is Bill Clinton. Oh yeah, definitely. He's like right. I listed my 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 A man. Like he's he's got this. And they're like, "Hey, I, I saw a pretty lady in the lobby." And he's like, Ooh, and then he's gone. <laughs> Clinton, he's like Clinton out. 
That's what he says when he leaves. Bill Clinton has ripped the sleeves off his dress shirt, and he's smoking a cigar, and, and Donald Trump shows up, and, um, and, and Bill Clinton just puts the cigar out on his own arm. And that's how this fight gets started. And then he books it. Okay. I like it. I like it. Well, I like no, it. so Donald I'm just, Trump I'm just trying protected. to create some imagery. John, John, Donald Trump is protected by Clinton, right? Right. So like is these that, guys is get the out idea? there, okay. and Clinton puts his cigar out on his arm. Right, and he swallows it. And then it. they're like, and he swallows it, and he's like, that didn't hurt, as he cries, like, silently. He thinks he's ripped, but he literally drew on some abs with some Sharpie. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, they trick him into thinking there's a pretty lady downstairs. I think that's a pretty solid plan against Bill Clinton. But what if he gets downstairs and it's just Hillary? He's like, <laughs> fooled again! <laughs> just like my wedding day. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, no, uh, what? We're horrible people. What are you doing, Bill? Ah! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was a good Hillary Clinton impression. That was right really there. good. That was good, right? And she says, Clinton out. I want them to say Clinton out whenever they leave anything. That's, okay. We should make that be a thing in real life. Can we make that happen somehow? Okay. Anyway, sure. so that he leaves, and, and Trump's like, well, darn. And then they have to fight everybody who was ever on The Apprentice, but they're like easy game. President Obama has six Except feet on anyone. Yeah, well, Celebrity Apprentice doesn't count. Okay. <laughs> and, and washed up UFC fighter Tito Ortiz. Was he on there? He, he was. Really? He did. He was also P- on P- there. Did, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I think President Obama could take him. Because President Obama's seen crap. Think about it. Your hair doesn't get that gray for no reason. Let's just say that. <laughs> President Obama has probably strangled people with his bare hands in order to keep his country safe. Okay? And I stand behind that. You can quote me on that. He, he probably and he probably has. That's the name of the whole episode. It's Tito's, Tito, he taps, he taps, and Tito respects it. And then President Obama snaps his neck. Yeah. He's like... Because he don't need no respect. He's like, <laughs> fight off the street, man. No, none of this crap. We came here well, how do, we, how do we wrap this up? So, right, so they fight Trump, obviously, right? Um, right. But the thing is, like, they got to do it, like, Ninja Turtle style. Um, so, no, they're, they're fighting Shredder under the... They're fighting this guy underneath the pier, fighting Trump, and they have uh-huh. to get him to knock down the pillars in order for it to all fall on him, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then that's when President Obama enacts his final vengeance, and uh, the blast beam is going down, and he boots both Trump... Or not Trump, but uh, Theodore Roosevelt and George W. Bush into the uh, debris, like, while it's <laughs> collapsing. And he's like, okay. thir- third term, baby. <laughs> and then at the end, like, like he's like, you see him sitting in the presidential office, and they're like, your ratings are still bad. And he's like, huh, really thought fighting Trump would help. And then uh, after the credits, <laughs> after the credits, it just, like, shows Donald Trump reach his hand out of the debris. Um, and that's it. I like it. I like this. And it's to catch a dollar bill that was getting blown in the wind. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> the end of the That's movie. Good. Every good. dollar counts. <laughs> Man, David, that was a great movie. All right, Josh's turn. Cool. I've been waiting for this moment for all my life. Hmm. So. Da, da, um, da, 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 yeah, thank you. For, yeah, that took way too long. Okay. Um, so uh, my movie, um, it's a po- popular Pixar sequel, um, and it is Monsters Incarcerated. <laughs> <laughs> It's a family-friendly film of uh, Mike Wazowski just shanking fools. <laughs> yeah. So I have I have plot for that, but you guys go can ahead. Run with it I'm if cool you with want. it. No, you go. Josh, you give us direction. Yeah. So here's here's what I think happens. So you know how like basically they build the door at the end of the the last movie, Monsters Incorporated. I think mm-hmm. what happens is they go to visit Boo when she's like 14, 
um, and they walk right into a juvenile detention center because it turns out getting scared by a bunch of monsters when you're three years old completely ruins your psyche and could lead you to a life of crime. Okay. Uh, I like this. Kitty. She says that still, but it's it's more her nickname. Uh, and right. She, she yeah. just carves that into the back of her victims. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's right. All right, so they're in this juvenile detention facility. Is that what you're saying? Right. Yeah. And they're like hoping the next door will be the leap that finally brings them home. <laughs> that's just right. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> so, all right. So, like, there's got to be some like. All right. So they. I'm cool with that whole like setup. So they get inside the juvenile detention facility and they're trying to escape, right? Right. But they're also trying right. to stay hidden because they don't want to reveal. You know the monsters, and none of these kids are afraid of them. Like these are the kids who failed out of the failed scared straight program. Right. Well, they're also okay. they're also teenagers, so they're not laughing at anything they do either. Because remember, that's how they figured out <laughs> laughter. Was yeah. A, what what if uh, we give like one of commodity. them uh, an ailment that requires laugh juice in order to survive? <laughs> Far Cry Two style. Malaria. Yeah, it's just yeah. like he's got he's got monster malaria, and if he doesn't get enough laugh juice. <laughs> No, he's got like some sort of breathing disorder. Maybe we'll make so, it. It's it's monster. Solely got apnea. mange. He got mange. <laughs> he got mange. If he doesn't mange. get enough laugh juice, he'll uh, he'll die. That's true. He'll yeah, die. he's got he'll a bait in that laugh juice. He's got sensitive yeah. skin. Yeah, he's got Mike's super... like, we gotta find your laugh juice. I can't and do so, that. Mike was out. So here's here's Sully. Why. Oh, me, that was good. Me. Wait, do it again. Uh, do it again. Uh, Sully. Wow, I could wait. I can do this. Try, Josh. Like I, I could hear you having one eye. <laughs> you could hear that one eye blink, could, right? Yeah, it, yeah, it was incredible. So, so here's what I'm doing. Here, <laughs> you're, you're, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Are. Let Josh talk. Yeah. No, it's, it's it's fine. I didn't I didn't need to say anything. I don't even know why I'm on the podcast. No, uh, so, no, so, so um, the my idea is is basically that these juvenile detention correction officers have just seen like the scum of the earth. So seeing two monsters is nothing for them, and so they just enroll Kids in the these program. Days. That's all yeah, they say. Yeah, they're like they're just they're running around with their one they're eyes like, and their blue put your fur. jumpsuit back on, you idiot. Yeah. They hand them and an orange so, jumpsuit. And they're part of the system. And, they get a number instead of a name. And so I, I imagine that that basically um, uh, Mike Wazowski used his lawyering skills to get in good with the warden. Um, mm-hmm. And then they dig out with a spoon um, and come out <laughs> of the mud like like hands raised in the air, Shawshank Redemption style. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are thinking, though. I like them escaping that way, but I feel like it's too easy. They haven't really reconciled their relationship with Boo. Okay. Okay, so I like I like everything, and I want to keep everything. So let's say that's the middle of the movie. Like, that all happens too fast, and everybody's really confused. So what if they do prison break style, and they break Boo out? They shave off uh, Sully's fur, and pattern. underneath, into, into, underneath yeah. Sully's fur is a tattoo. With they're like, <laughs> He was like, Mike, I didn't believe you that we'd ever need this one day, but I'm really glad I got this tattooed in college. Uh. <laughs> and it's got, like, the perfect plans to break out of a prison. <laughs> That's good, right? I like this. Yeah, uh, that's great. So, what if, what if maybe, what if maybe this is they found out that scare juice is better, like it's 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 better for energy, but Mike and Sully have lost their edge, and so so they're in this prison, and in get hard esque, their uh, Boo is teaching them how to be. Um, how to be scary again? Yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the so laughter stuff doesn't work, so they have yeah. to be scary. Yeah, right. Yeah, like you gotta Boo scare, is. You got to scare the new fish. She's like two hundred fifty yeah. pounds as it is. 
And so she, she's got like like six teardrop tattoos and stuff. And how many so, people have you killed? Probably be better to ask how many people I haven't. Okay. <laughs> I, I think I feel like Mike Wazowski gets one giant teardrop tattoo. <laughs> yep, uh, like it. All right, so like I like the idea of them having to yeah. So they have to scare. They have to learn okay. to scare again in order to okay. escape to charge the door to escape. Maybe that's what it is. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Because laughing doesn't work because no one laughs in juvie. No one laughs. If you laugh in juvie, you get shanked. Mike Wazowski's yeah. been shanked thirty times. <laughs> Luckily, like, all his organs are shank, in shank. his eye. Hey, David, do Sully again. <laughs> Sully. That was pretty bad. Um, no, that I was bad. I just missed it was like Sully. Mickey Mouse. It was like a, it was like a feminine Mickey Mouse. It was like maybe Mickey we Mouse. like, maybe we can't get. Was it Billy Crystal that played him? Yeah. Maybe yeah, we can't sure. get him for this movie, so we just replace him with David, and so David can do his normal voice anytime I ask for it. <laughs> okay. We're at the beginning. He's like, "You need a tougher sounding voice," and that's when we replace him with David. We can only get <laughs> right. Billy Crystal for thirty seconds of dialogue. All right. All right. So they're they're learning to scare. So what's she doing to teach him how to scare people? Yeah. Okay. So, well, all right. So, here's so you what I'm remember thinking. like. I was, I was just going to say, this is this is a perfect opportunity for a montage, right? I was going to say like, the same thing. Yeah. So so she's got some textbooks stacked, and she's doing dips in the jail cell. And <laughs> she's making she's making wine in the toilet. Um, and she's picking fights with the biggest person in juvie. And she's teaching like, them all, all this. And she's like, they've been tatted up because of this. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe she uh, makes them kill somebody with somebody else's human bone. I don't know, just stuff to make you scarier. Normal stuff. Normal, normal stuff. Well, normal yeah, stuff. I mean, you have like, to drink I like think... a whole person's worth of blood. That's five liters, and that's how you get tough. <laughs> that's what she, she tells do them. A, anyway. a blood stand. The blood. <laughs> do a blood stand, Sully. Yeah, use this funnel and drink this blood. <laughs> drink this. Drink the blood from the funnel. And, and Sully's like, like no. Mike impales people with his comedian Mike stand. <laughs> And he's, he's, and he's like, he keeps making jokes a microphone. about like, he's like jokes that could kill and like, yeah, I'm what killing if, him. I'm killing him, Sully. I'm finally doing it. He's got his eyes closed. He's I'm killing people. him, Sully. Here's what I imagine <laughs> happens: like Sully, Sully gets enlisted as 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 Boo's riding animal, and so Boo just rides Sully around and intimidates people the entire time. Like they, they she just saddles up Sully and Avatar style. Ulti- ulti- like yeah. Appa. Um, so no, like ultimately, what ends up happening is they, she trains him, and they go kill the warden. <laughs> and the fear in his eyes is like, "I've got a family." And the door light turns on, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, it's working!" <laughs> and that's how they escape. Wow, that's they got dark, like quick and super dark. I mean, it's well, they're incarcerated. You do what you got to do to survive, Josh. I like that's it. Right. When I was in prison, I probably killed like sixty, <laughs> seventy thousand. Thousand people, you know, to survive. I got so many teardrop tattoos that like they just had to go back over them in white. That's why I don't. You can't see them. <laughs> All right, Josh, thirty second bitch. Yeah, protective so, layer of tattoos. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Mike Wazowski as marginally voiced by Billy Crystal and occasionally David Johnson <laughs> uh, and and Soli, whoever voiced him, uh, John Goodman. Yeah, sure. Yes. Why not? John Candy, yep. great. Chris Farley, awesome. Um, John, John Candy Goodman. Accidentally find themselves in a juvenile detention center where uh, Boo is is currently living and have to be taught how to scare again. And they stab a bunch of people and stuff. Something about teardrop tattoos. I don't know. So I just wanted to take a second and just thank our listeners. And 
Josh um, was thank one. Thank Josh for being on the show. Josh, hey! thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, Josh, for being on the show. Thanks uh, for all you do. I uh, Most people don't realize that I think I send all my movies to Josh before I before I usually do them. So, I don't know. I think Tim's probably the same way, and David doesn't at all. So No, nope. I don't tell um, Josh anything because I want him to hear the podcast and think, what is my brother doing with his life? Okay. <laughs> uh, Josh is pretty much uh, like a godfather on the podcast. So, I, uh-huh. I'm super grateful Josh for Josh. Josh invented movies, so... Yeah. Show some respect, um, maybe. So, Josh, how can hey, people get a hold of you? Is there a Twitter or anything? Yeah, you, you can actually. I, I, I gram all the time. Um, that's what the cool kids. <laughs> I, I, I gram on the fleek constantly. <laughs> um, so, no, I, you, can, you can find me on Instagram at, at JD Catania. And if you can spell my last name, so many points to you. So many good deals. Hey, Josh, if people wanted to send us a movie, do you know the email to send movies to? Yeah, you send it to garbage at unpitchablepodcast. <laughs> that won't go anywhere. I could set it up. Uh, I really don't, though. So, so mo- movies at unpitchablepodcast.com is where you oh, want, yeah. if you want to send in movies, you have ideas, you have comments, you have questions you want us to answer on air, because why not? We'll do whatever. Just Hatred. Stuff. Anything. Mostly it's been hate lately. Yeah, uh, we're not a one-trick <laughs> pony. We'll do whatever. We'll do whatever. You put... <laughs> Put whatever you want in that email. We'll make it happen. We'll dance to whatever fiddle you send us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you send so, us an actual fiddle, we will be ecstatic. No, we will really <laughs> actually dance for that one. So. We will really, really do that. So anyway, uh, go and rate and subscribe on iTunes if you, if you like our show. And uh, Hey, if you rate and subscribe us, we'll all send you a video of us winking at you. No. Nick no, we will. will. I, no, Josh I'm, will. I'm in. I'm in. Let's do it. Josh will. All right, so if you rate and subscribe us, Josh Catania will send you a video of him winking at you. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Mm -hmm. All right, let's do it. Awesome. And that's Unpitchable. Thanks for listening, guys. I'm Nick Kagan. I'm David Johnson. I'm Tim Catania. And I'm Josh Catania. Unpitch. Little bub bubs. All guys, all right. Goodbye forever. Skype was deciding to lower my volume. Without it's it's my weird, but you sound like Samuel L. Jackson, and you're cursing a lot. So I don't know if that clown face <laughs> thing filter, worked that, or that, that, uh, a yeah, mod that filter. That's what you yelling. get for downloading something called clownfish. You Guys, freaking yeah. moron. I'm all out of words. I'm so lost without you. Okay, yes. all right. Let me uh, let me amp up the energy a little bit. Right. Welcome to the Unpitchable Podcast! Welcome to the Unpitchable Podcast! <laughs> That's pretty good, right? 97.7 The Facts! I'm, I'm Fat Bags and the Kid! That's the longest radio intro anyone's ever done. Easy listening. <laughs> Is that, was that good? I don't know. Did we did we do a good job? Did we do or? it? Yeah, let's use it. I'm down. I'm sorry. I was making sure the fan on my computer wasn't too loud. <laughs> Nick does not give a crap at all. <laughs> I'm Julia White. I'm Apollo. <laughs> okay.
Okay. I'm, I'm Sonic the Hedgehog. Stefan Urkel is joining us in the studio. I don't know if you know, this is what he sounds like when he's not doing the Urkel voice. Hey, I found out a guy at church, Art Alla, um, Art went, went skiing with, with Steve Urkel, which is freaking hilarious to me. Anyway, I'm sorry, uh-huh. go ahead. That's, that sounds... It sounds like some hijinks happened. He built some sort of ski technology that had rockets on it, and Art is dead. <laughs> As Art happens in all Urkel episodes. He's super dead. Yeah. Now, did he go? Did he go skiing with Steve Urkel or Stefan Urkel? I Stefan Whichever Urkel, one, actually, whichever one doesn't up. have glasses. Oh, that was Stefan. This episode is brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate is an express loot game geek box service where they send you stuff in a box, probably. Maybe, yeah. Like, like right. what? That's it. That was, that was super sexy and efficient. What are um, they? Uh, I was just doing that while I looked in. Um. <laughs> You're so dumb. <laughs> You're a jerk, dude. Loot Crate is a box full of snakes. You can get it in the mail every month. Potentially. There's a, there's a Thor snake and a Loki snake. <laughs> That's you right. won't know you'll be dead. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm thinking. You guys you don't know it, but I'm going to edit all that in. Please do. I... If you want to save $3... Type in snake. <laughs> On any snakes? website. Any website it's... it'll work. It's the devil's coupon code. <laughs> you have to use parcel tongue, unfortunately. <laughs> you have to use parcel tongue. Don't kill the other podcasters. Don't kill the other podcasters. I just say that all the time to practice my podcasting. It's like an incantation, really. Yeah. Go, 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 go. I swear. Okay. Okay, that's how we're starting it. Um. You know when they're fighting okay. uh, Shrek underneath that like pier thing in Ninja Turtles two, yeah, and they get him to like knock down the uh, the pier on himself. Did you just say Shrek? No, uh, I thought he did too, but I wasn't gonna say anything. He said did I say Shrek? Shrek? He yeah, did. yeah he so when Shrek. they're they're fighting the giant green ogre with the band of ninjas, and <laughs> yeah, the ninja Shrek, Shredder. Uh, I still technically have mono, so I get a pass. Um, <laughs> so they're fighting Shredder underneath this pier, right? Yeah, Shredder. Okay. yeah Shredder. Sorry. I said Shredder. Shredder. No, you said Shrek. I definitely stuff. said Shrek. Anyway, Shredder. <laughs> They're fighting Stephen Baldwin underneath this pier. <laughs> That's good. I, like I think it. I think we can do the dis- descent. Uh, how low will you go? Also, I just wanted to let you know. We should keep that for next time. I really do think we can do that one. It'll be funny. It's keep just it. Chilean miners doing limbo. Cause <laughs> oh, <laughs> All right, let's save that one for next week. They're just week. Wait, waiting it out, doing limbo. I'm gonna have to cut that one out of the podcast. <laughs> Congratulations, you can't be a pastor anymore. Hey. Oh. Right. <laughs> lucky, 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 lucky.